George McCaskey taking time out of his schedule. He joins us right now on the Corona Hotline on Waddle and Sylvie. Hi, George. How you feeling? Good, Sylvie. Hello, Waddle. Hello, hey, I George. know you both uh, probably have plenty of questions for me. We do. Uh, but before we get too far into it, I just want to congratulate you, Sylvie, on your continued medical progress. Uh, I'm sure you've heard from a lot of people in the last several months uh, who care about you and want the best for you. Got a lot of people rooting for you, uh, including uh, we at Hellas Hall. So keep it up. And we appreciate that. My family does. My entire family. I, I appreciate that. Let, George, let's get to the press conference. And universally on our radio station, on Twitter, uh, through the media, locally and nationally, it's it's nearly been universal criticism over the press conference yesterday. Do you have regrets over the message and your decision? No, we knew uh, that we weren't going to please everybody. Um, maybe... The minority would be in favor of uh, the course of action that we took. We want to be responsive to the fans. Um, we want to hear what they have to say. But in the, in the end, we have to make the decision that we think is best for the Bears. And we think we did. George, after the loss to the Saints on, on Sunday, were you ready to make changes? And was there something that Ryan or Matt or Ted or the three of them collectively said to you that led you to remain status quo? Uh, no, Tom, it's an ongoing process. Um, it's, it's over the course of uh, the entire season. And really, as we explained yesterday, uh, we take the person's entire body of work, not one game, uh, not even one season, um, take the whole body of work and, and see if the relationship should continue. Um, the, the result of the game Sunday didn't uh, tilt us one way or the other. Um, all it did was uh, assure that we had not a 500 season, but a losing season. So the outcome of the game against the Saints in the postseason played no role in any of the decisions that you ultimately, as the chairman, made? Well, you want to see, of course, how we're doing, right. how we're playing, how we're um, executing the game plan, uh, clock management, that kind of thing. So um, it's part of the consideration. But what I was trying to say is no one game right. uh, determined our course of action. So going into that game, George, did you know, or was it based on the conversations you had with Ryan and Matt after that game? Well, we, Ted and I had conversations all along with each other and um, we communicate regularly with Ryan and Matt. So it's an ongoing process. Um, but we wanted to make sure that we had a good conversation with both Ryan and Matt at the conclusion of the season uh, before making a final decision. Uh, we're talking to George McCaskey. It's Waddle and Sylvie on ESPN 1000. Look, I'm going to be straightforward to you, candid. I say things on the radio, and if I say them on the radio, I have to tell you when I have you on our show. The thing that I've been preaching, George, that I want to see as a diehard Bears fan is change at the top. Because to me as a Bears fan, 35 years without a Super Bowl, 10 years without a playoff win, You've lost 9 out of 10 to the Packers. You're 13 and 28 against the Packers since 2000. You've never had a star at quarterback, and you've only had seven playoff appearances since Coach Ditka was fired. To me, it goes above Ryan and Matt. Have you thought about a football president and moving Ted off to the side? He's had 21 years 
George, why don't you change things at the top? In our structure, the general manager is the football guy. So I know different structures work for different organizations. Uh, we think we have the right structure and we think we have the right people in that structure. I tried to explain yesterday that this notion that Ted meddles in, in football affairs uh, simply isn't true. Yes, Ryan reports to Ted in our structure, but Ryan, the general manager, is the football guy. Well, wait, 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 and, and, and I, one thing about that, and I've, I've never accused Ted of meddling, but like what you just said, that you and Ted, the decision-making process was ongoing. Like, why is Ted involved? He's had 21 years. You've not won a Super Bowl. You've been to one. You're a big Chicago sports fan. Things didn't change with the Blackhawks until Rocky changed the structure. Things didn't change with the Cubs until they changed the structure with Tom Ricketts. Why are you apprehensive to move Ted off to the side and to let someone else be your president? Well, I think in both the case of the Blackhawks and the Cubs, it wasn't so much the structure as the people they brought in. And I don't know all of the intricacies of the situation, but I think in the Cubs case, they did what they needed to do to get Theo Epstein uh, to come aboard. Uh, And it worked out great. I mean, I'm a Cubs fan. I I was thrilled with the result, but I don't think it was uh, so much the structure as the people within the structure. Were you thinking at all about putting in a call to Theo to at least advise you? No. Why not? Well, we thought we had uh, good advice uh, from people we trust. Um, I've, I've met him once. I don't, can't say that I really know him. Um, have probably a far better relationship with uh, Tom Ricketts um, than anybody else at the Cubs. So um, we, we felt good about the people that we conferred with when we made our decision. George, what do you say to the fans who call us and, and, and some believe that you made the decision that you made this time to save money or that you're not motivated to consistently win because the value of your asset, the organization, is so high that there is no incentive to win year to year. What do you say to those fans that think money is a huge motivating factor for the decisions being made? Well, I've said many times, maybe on your show, that if it were all about the money for our family, we would have sold a long time ago. We're in this because we're committed. Um, We want to preserve and advance the legacy of George Hallis, and we think we're uniquely qualified to do so. Uh, I was asked the question directly yesterday, was money a factor in our decisions? And I said it had no impact whatsoever. You know, you mentioned uh, people rooting for me uh, up there. I got a call from Matt Nagy. I like Matt personally. I think Ryan Pace is a nice guy. Waddle and I have been wondering, though, are you blinded by the fact that Matt and Ryan are good guys and you're not judging their football missteps? Uh, Well, first of all, I agree with you wholeheartedly. They are good guys. But in the end, um, winning is what matters, and that's what we're focused on, and we need people – that are going to bring wins to the Chicago Bears. So, um, yeah, they're nice guys, but <laughs> that's not really part of the analysis. Hey, George, on that on the topic, Ted said yesterday in the press conference, he said that 
yes, you guys have not gotten the quarterback position right and you haven't won enough games. And we all know that those are two of the most important criteria for winning and being a winning franchise. When when the president of football ops makes that admission, does that not lead to some desire to create some change within the hierarchy of the organization when not getting the most important position correct and not winning enough games are two admissions? Well, I got to offer a mild correction. Ted is not the president of football ops. Ted is the president and CEO. And to get back to uh, Sylvie's question of a little bit back, you know, if you talk about bringing in a quote-unquote football guy, at some point, somebody has to make the decision to bring that person in. And even if you argue that um, that whoever that person is or whoever that group of people are, are not football people, you know, again, it's just a question of where in the structure the football person comes. In our structure, um, it's the general manager. Ted oversees uh, Ryan's performance, but he also oversees the business operation of the Bears. Um, That's, I would say, fairly common. You see different structures, variations on the theme in, in other organizations. But we feel this is the proper structure for us. George, I would ask you then, who would then make the decision if you come to the end of the road with Ryan and you decide that he's not the guy to take you to the next level? Who makes that decision then if Ryan's in charge of all football operations? Uh, the, the decision to hire or fire the general manager and the head coach is made by the president and CEO yeah. and chairman in consultation with ownership and the board of directors. And that's that's just why I keep and that's why I'm frustrated. I someone who's held that position for 21 years. Ted's been in those interviews, hiring and firing guys for 21 years. For 21 years, you said winning is the ultimate characteristic you're looking for. Don't you believe that you haven't won enough over uh, under the leadership of Ted Phillips? I think we haven't won enough under the leadership of George McCaskey, and that's what we're working on to get better. Um, as, as far as finding the quarterback, George, um, the list that Ryan Pace has acquired, it's Brian Hoyer, Matt Barkley, Mitch Trubisky, Mark Sanchez, Mike Lennon, Chase Daniel, Tyler Bray, and Nick Foles. When I read you those names, why do you believe Ryan Pace is going to find your forever quarterback? Hold on a second. You were breaking up there a little bit, Mark, but I think you said uh, with that lineup of names of quarterback – Right. I said, why Why do you believe Ryan Pace is going to get this right? Well, we think he's grown in the job. Um, yes, there have been mistakes along the way, but um, everybody makes mistakes. If I could offer, uh, by way of analogy, your broadcast partner, Tom Waddle, when he got into uh, the profession he's in now, I think he would be the first to tell you he struggled, um, but he got better. Still am. And... The people that brought him on had faith in him and stuck with him. And now the guy's a pro's pro. I don't know if he's still flying out to the coast on a regular basis, but he's got exposure on various platforms. And the guy's an absolute stud. And part of the reason for that is his ability. Part of the reason for that is his work ethic. And a small part of that is that the people that brought him in stuck with him. George, I appreciate the kind words. And before we let you go, and I know we don't have you for long, I just wanted to ask you because it's a question that is always important. 
and I'm being serious, do the losses to Green Bay still sting more than the other losses? Always. Uh, go Rams. Um, but it's not just the rivalry uh, going back uh, 100 years. And, and I've talked to Ryan and Matt about this. It's not just that I have uh, had a strong dislike for the team up north since I was a little kid. But how you do in your division largely determines the success of your season. And I would say, by and large, year in and year out, going back to when you were playing, Tom, the Packers have been the primary obstacle to success. So we've got to do better against them. Uh, Sylvie gave us uh, the, the, the depressing numbers. We've got to improve that in order to get where we want to go. Uh, George, really quick, the, the culture that you guys hit on, uh, I understand that, like what you're looking for, but you had two wide receivers do the same thing to the same player against the same team in different games. Doesn't that speak poorly to the culture? Um, I think each of those situations needs to be evaluated um, separately. You're talking about Javon Wims against the Saints uh, in the regular season game at Soldier Field, and then Anthony Miller in the playoff game against the Saints down in New Orleans. Um, in the first instance, Javon acted impulsively. He let another player get the better of him, and he he acted out. Um, he was immediately remorseful. He served a suspension. He said he would do better. And he came back and worked his butt off to try to help the team. I have a bigger problem with Anthony's uh, ejection because they sat him down and they told him, listen, watch out for this player. He's a punk. He's going to try to get under your skin. And with Darnell Mooney out, we really need you to be in this game and help this team. And Anthony had the benefit of having seen Javon's experience. So I, I think they need to be evaluated separately. And I've got a bigger problem with Anthony's ejection than I do with Javon's. Yeah. Is his future in doubt because of that? That's not up to me. George, we appreciate your time. You're, you've always been good with us uh, answering uh, the questions that we have. You know how passionate Waddle is as a former player. I'm a passionate guy growing up here. So thank you for taking time. Thanks, George. Appreciate it both. Go Bears.